Really, Mets? Really? Really? Uh, let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On-Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it's Casey Bubba, and it's you, and we're talking all things MLB DFS right here for you, courtesy of the Line Star app. So go get the Line Star app over uh, on the App Store and upgrade to the premium product, and you can get all the great knowledge that we are slowly starting to impart a little bit. We don't want to give away the whole game because we want you to make sure you make our bosses happy and go over and get the Line Star app. But in all seriousness, it is the best tool site out there for DFS. We got MLB going. We got a little NBA left. And of course, we got NFL in full gear with the pre-snap podcast as well. And I want to remind everybody out there, new pre-snap will drop later today this afternoon recapping week one uh week two i should say excuse me and hot taking look ahead at week three so certainly a lot to break down there with injuries because there's gonna be a lot of guys now who are gonna be new on that slate and a lot of traps so we'll start to talk a little bit about that but speaking of traps bubba uh is there a greater trap out there than the jacob de grom start because you know it always looks good on paper and then the Mets offense just doesn't show up yet again. How do you strike out 14 guys, give up two runs, and lose? I don't know, but the Mets find a way. It's uh, it's impressive. It's a feat in, its, in itself. And um, I guess the best you can say is they're consistent, so that's good. But, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. Like, watching how, how well he pitched last night to walk away with a loss in that, now he keeps going out there and does it time and time again. Uh, let me tell you, man, it, it's it's unbelievable. I just, uh, I know this is my own private Idaho right now that I'm in, and I can't I can't get out of it. I know I understand, but <laughs> it is frustrating, you know, to see that guy be that good, and then it all just kind of go to crap. But what are you gonna do? Let's let's fry around yesterday because um, we got a lot of games to get to today, so we'll be quick. Dylan Bundy got a one. Jared Walsh grand slam. Where did this guy come from, Bubba? Unbelievable. This dude's just gone up there and just raked. And uh, usually, you know, whenever I have a guy from the PCL, you always just kind of roll your eyes. But I don't know. I don't know what this is going to mean for 2021, man. But it feels like he's going to be on a lot of people's radars next year. So everyone's favorite sleeper. Yeah, he's going to be a very favorite target. But it's going to be interesting to see where it plays out because you still have Otani there. You still have Pujols there for another year. And right now they're kind of not playing him because they struggled so much. But you'd have to imagine the money they're paying him, they'll start the year playing. So where does Walsh fit into the mix? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll find out, I guess. Uh, well, Zach Wheeler took a loss against Annabelle Sanchez, so that was a little surprising there, but that's baseball. Aaron Savali, 7-4, and the Indians get a W there over the White Sox. You also had uh, the Blue Jays and Yankees putting up 16 runs by, uh, between them. Rookie Alejandro Kirk has a home run and four hits uh, for the Jays, so uh, we'll keep an eye on that guy these last couple of days here. <laughs> a little, yep. little, uh, little uh, tidbit here at the end of the season. Eugenio Suarez homers and the Reds continue to surge, baby. 6 3. Castillo gets another W. That ERA for Castillo, by the way, now is a 286. Do you remember like a month ago when we were talking about the fifth of Castillo compared to the ERA and how eventually yep. that would straighten itself out? Well, guess what? It looks like it straightened itself out. 
Yeah, not too shabby. Just imagine if this was a full season and we get the whole Castillo treatment. That's why people panicking real early with pitchers still getting loose and figuring things out was silly talk, Joe. It's one of the it's one of the easiest ways to get good pitchers in a trade is to just look at the ERA and FIP, yep. see the discrepancy, see the guys that are way too high that might be on your team in terms of like, wow, the ERA is low, but the FIP is high and trade them off. I mean, it's just one of the easiest indicators. It's such a great <laughs> stat in order to make an evaluation on on who to buy and sell in terms of pitching. I don't know why people just don't do it more. Uh, Cubs Pirates 5-0 John Lester. Uh, there's not, there's a perfect example of a guy who's fit, right? Look, you look at his ERA. It was like a one nine at some point. Now it's four, four. Uh, you got a W here though, because well, it's the pirates the pirates. Uh, yeah, exactly. Five, four Braves over the Marlins. So we did get nine runs in that game. Uh, I already, I don't even want to talk about the Mets. We're just going to skip it because I'm so mad. Uh, Adam Wainwright took the loss there, uh, to the Royals. Um, so surprising there, that little pivot. However, however, it's all about our boy Marco Gonzalez. Shuts yes, down the indeed. Astros. Eight shutout innings. Woo! Gets a Ric Flair yep. woo because that was so good. Bubba crushed it yesterday with that one. We got on board with Marco Gonzalez over McCullers and that upset. And if you had that, it was a good day. Marquez 7-2 with the Rockies beating the Giants. So that was yesterday. But it's a new day. Yes, it is. And Bubba, do my eyes deceive me? Or is this a regular old slate on both sats? Yes, we have identical 11-day slates. I do declare that we oh have some great baseball great. To talk Oh, my about. Lord. Bless your heart. I can't believe how simple <laughs> we're keeping it today. It only uh, took seven weeks, Joey P., but we got uh, it. I know. Well, let's enjoy it while we got it. All right, here you go. Get your pens and papers out, boys and girls. Let's get going. Jose Quintana, 7-5 against Stephen Brault, 7-8 over on FanDuel on DK. Basically, 7-1 for Quintana, 6-4 for Brault. If you want to look for some value there on the DK side, uh, there's not a whole lot of it except maybe Kyle Schwarber. He's going lefty on lefty on that one. Hayward at 3-6. Uh, outside of that, you also got Nico Horner at 2.4. If you believe in the kid on FanDuel, it's a little bit more value. You got Baez at 3K, Wilson Contreras at 2.8, hitting in the three-hole. Anything here from this game that excites you? No, the only thing I'll mention is Quintana's going to open, Alize is going to come in after, but both these offenses are just pretty abysmal right now, so I'm just going to kind of scratch this game off the list. I'm with you, man. I don't get it. You know, the Cubs lineup, you look at the names, you see Rizzo, Bryant, you see this, and it's just been, I think lackluster is the best word for it, and I don't understand mm-hmm. why. It's 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 very strange, and and I guess over a full season, maybe there would have been a very hot streak there for them collectively. But it's been like a couple of Javier Baez one-offs. You know, Hayward had that little stretch there where he was hitting well. But, I mean, it's it's just very weird. I mean, it feels like the Cubs are on the precipice of just breaking this whole thing up at some point soon. So, we'll keep stay tuned for that. <laughs> See how that yep. goes this offseason. Uh, Blake Snell, the lefty against the Mets. Seth Lugo at 7K. Uh, Snell is 9.2 on FanDuel. Over on DK, Lugo is 7.4. Snell is 9.5. Do you have any love for Lugo as a secondary arm tonight? Or just the innings yes, that I, concerned you? No, I, I do. They stretched him out. He's getting closer to 90 to 100 pitches. Strikeout stuff's really good. He's pitched really – like he's had a, a really rough outing of late. But the overall mix of things is very good. So I don't mind going back to him as an SP2. There's a couple other guys I like that are cheaper, at least on DraftKings, on FanDuel, not so much. But SP2 on DK, I, I can go with Seth Lugo as, in a GPP. I'm going to fade the Mets tonight collectively just because I'm mad at them. No, I'm going to fade them because – 
<clears throat> because look, it, it's I, I just I have a little too much respect for Blake Snell there in this spot, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just fade them a little bit tonight, um, including Lugo as a secondary arm in a GPP. I'm okay with it. Uh, we've also got Jose Urena at six point six, and Bryce Wilson at five five on DK. Two very cheap guys there. I don't think either of these guys really float our boats as single pitchers, but <clears throat> same old deal uh, every day. Same thing. Marte on Fanduel cheap three K. Aguilar, 3K, Anderson, 2-9, Cooper. Huh, Anderson Cooper. I just put that together for the first time. Look, <laughs> and it would almost be a whole season to do it. Look at that. I just Anderson <laughs> Cooper, 2-9, 3-1, um, respectively. Uh, on the Brave side of things on FanDuel, um, not a lot of value at the top of the lineup because they're all four and above in terms of Freeman, Acuna, and Ozuna. Uh, it continues to be the guys lower down the lineup. Austin Riley hitting the nine spot at 2-9. Would you, as Riley had a couple hits again yesterday, would you take that Riley 9-1-2 and kind of get Acuna and Freeman a little cheaper uh, against this matchup in Urena? Yeah, I think that's the way to go about it because they are super expensive on DraftKings, but it's such a great matchup for Urena. You can expose that situation. And the Marlins are in a great spot too because Bryce Wilson isn't much of anything as well. So they're pricier on DK, but you can still have the Coopers, the Aguilars that are affordable with Dickerson's. Uh, Miguel Rojas is swinging a very hot bat. He's stealing a lot of bases so he's, he's racking up fantasy points in different ways he's 31 on FanDuel so you can get some affordable Marlins and go with some Braves this is one of the games where you can definitely game stack it if you want but yes they're a little more expensive on drafting so it's a little more complicated all right Keegan Aiken the lefty at 8.1 8.1 really that's is that where we're at with Keegan Aiken I don't, that seems a little high to me but okay uh against Nick Pavetta 5.9 that seems correct yes <laughs> I just want to yes <laughs> Very correct. <laughs> All right. So uh, Keegan Aiken is 6.3 over on DK. And Nick Pavetta, let's not even discuss what the price is. It's not worth it. Okay. So <laughs> Nick Pavetta in uh, Boston tonight. Um, I, I, I like this for the Orioles. <laughs> I'm sort of getting excited here about this. So take me through your thoughts and approach on this one. Should everyone else be excited about it also? Yes, because it's Nick Pavetta. If you need to look back on Nick Pavetta, probably search you two home runs, Nick Pavetta, and you're going to understand exactly why we want to target Nick Pavetta. Um, and, he, and he's usually worse for his righties and lefties in his career, given we haven't seen much of him in the last year because he's been in the bullpen. But uh, yes, give me all the Orioles you can get your hands on. DJ Stewart's still super affordable. He's 26 on DK and um, priced very, very nicely on FanDuel at uh, 2900 You got the Mount Castles of the world at 36 on FanDuel at 37 on DraftKings. They're usually in the middle of that order. Then you can mix and match. Iglesias is a good average guy to set the table. Um, I, I like the Orioles quite a bit on this one against Nick Pavetta tonight. Yeah, uh, I'm with you, dude. It feels uh, it just feels right. I mean, they're going to be cheap. They're going to be um, – I look, it, you can get on the other side of this too. I mean, Bobby Dahlback and Michael Chavis are very cheap, especially on Fandle, 2729 for those two guys. They've been swinging hot bats. You got a matchup against the lefty here. So you can game stack this bad boy as far as I'm concerned. I'm not, you know, I'm, I've never been so excited for a Red Sox Orioles game before, <laughs> but here yeah, we no, are. It's a, it's a fun one. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's starting to feel like week 17 a little bit in the NFL. Yep. Like where it just everyone's just like, ah, whatever, just go out there and play and just, you know, all bets are off. It's starting. <laughs> it's been a crazy year. Go out there, kids, have some fun. And we're going to take everybody to Pizza Hut after. Uh, Tariq Skubal, 7.5K for him against the Twins. Uh, I'm assuming that you are going to fade him against the Twinkies tonight. Who is pitching for the Twins tonight? Our good old buddy. They're bringing him back up from the, the alt site. Mr. YouTube driver himself, Randy Domnack. 
Dobbs, yeah. There we go. Excellent. Very good. Well, Dobnax kept keeps the ball down. Doesn't offer a lot of fantasy upside, unfortunately. But let's talk about this one from a fantasy point of view. Bubba, when you're looking at the lineup here, um, how do you want to approach this? Do you want to go ahead and stack this? Do you like a couple one-offs? Because uh, I do see some value here, at least, which is odd on, on DK. You don't see a whole lot of it, but Polanco and Donaldson at 3-9 and 4-1 at the top of this order are not bad. And and you got Rosario 4-2. It's at least decent enough. Kepler's 4-1. These, not, these guys aren't all the way up into the five range quite yet. Yeah, that's what I like about this. Donaldson at 40-41 hitting like second or third against Scooble. You mentioned Polanco. Keep an eye on Byron Buxton, who's actually been swinging a very, very good battle. He was the next late. one on the and, list, yeah. <laughs> and and he's been, he's been, he was leading off over the weekend, all three games. So if he's leading off at 38 in front of Donaldson, that is a stack I can like. It's affordable for the Twins, which we haven't really said all season long. No, so I think that's a lot. Very, they've been like know. duos or one-offs. Like it has, It's been yep. tough to kind of get all in there on a lineup, but Buxton's 3K over on FanDuel. Believe it or not, Kepler's even cheaper at 2-9. Uh, Polanco and Donaldson, Donaldson three, Polanco two, eight. There's a ton of value on the twins tonight on FanDuel, and I, I think you got to yeah. do it. I mean, Scooble's got some talent, but like, let's not let's not get crazy here. Yeah, I, I like Scooble, he's good, and he's probably going to be you know good going forward. But there's a lot of times where we talk about those rookies that kind of get a little rocky, and you're facing a twins offense like that, you're going to make a few mistakes, take advantage. One last thing I want to mention quickly if you are looking for value on this slate, because there's a lot of expensive bats, especially on DraftKings, more so than FanDuel. Uh, Dobnak, lots of contacts. So guys like Victor Reyes leading off, Heimer Condelario, affordable value savers over on DraftKings. All right. So the Cardinals were a little disappointing yesterday. And I don't love this matchup they have tonight. You got Brady Singer at 9.6, which is a lot of respect for Brady Singer. Here here you go. You ready? Get the yep. drum roll going. Yep. Brady yep. Singer, 9.6. Yep. Inverted. 6.9. The 6.9. SP2. Lock him up. SP2. Lock him up. I mean, right? It's, it's, yes, it's just you have that to. easy? Just okay. do it. I mean, if, if I'm Brady's wrong, last wrong that, that price tag's too good. Uh, I'm with you, brother. I don't, I don't see it. I don't understand. He's going against Austin Gomer. I mean, <laughs> again, once again, you cannot make up the names of 2020. Like, it's just hysterical where we're at. Uh, but, yeah, Brady Singer just seems like a lock. Now, as a standalone arm at 9-6, I don't know if I can get behind that. No, I don't, I don't no, there's, a, there's other guys that are like $300 more that I'll definitely yeah, put I mean, that's play. just okay. madness. If you want to tempt me on Brady Singer, give me a nice 8.5, and then, then you have yes. my ear. But not six nine. No, I mean uh, not nine six. What am I saying? But the six nine, very good. Um, anything else to add here from the offensive side? Michael Franco continues to be pretty good. I mean, DK is at three seven. Jorge Soler at two five. Do my eyes deceive me? I don't know what this character is today. Or where this came from? I love it. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the dedication to it. I love everything about it. It's great. <laughs> so Jorge Soler two five. Michael Franco three seven. Those are two extraordinary values on DK on Fanduel. Guess what? Mondesi still is hated by Fanduel. He's two point nine. Yeah. No one understands why. Soler is three. Michael Franco's two nine. So the Twins and the Royals right now look like mm-hmm. some very affordable bats that you can really make a lot of things work. Yeah, definitely. Salvi Perez swinging it well, too. You got Merrifield, just affordable on FanDuel. So I like that a lot. The Solaire price, that's just DraftKings being drunk, not realizing he's back from the IL yet. So that's a nice thing. Yeah, the Royals definitely bring some value in this matchup for Gomber and the bullpen. So I can get behind that. All right. Caleb Smith and Jordan Lyles. This is the uh, Texas Rangers at Arizona. I want to skip this game with every part of my being. No. And at the same time, I feel like there's going to be runs in it and I'm going to regret it. And I guess the problem I have with it is I have no idea where those runs are coming from. This is a complete cluster as far as I'm concerned, because these two teams are so all over the, the board. 
it, it just it doesn't feel like a good investable game. If anything, I would wager on it with the Texas Rangers at plus 128. Like that to me is the best thing you could do with this game is actually bet on it. <laughs> Possibly. Um, the one thing <laughs> I... Like, it's like 20 yeah. bucks, you bet on it, you might win some money. Other than that, I think this game from a DFS standpoint is maddening. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you see it differently. What do you see? Well, what I like about it, I'm not going to go crazy with it, but especially on DK again, I mentioned Tiger's value. This value has got more upside to me with power-wise facing Jordan Miles. Yeah, Cole Calhoun's 45 on DK, 34 on FanDuel, just hitting everything right now. The guys I like for value, though, Christian Walker is swinging an extremely hot bat. He's 3K on FanDuel, 32 on DK. is a very nice save against Jordan Lyles. And then David Peralta's 36 on DK, 28. So you can have a mini three-man stack if you want a one-off with just Walker for value to go elsewhere. That's kind of where I'm using this game. Again, yeah, I'm not going all in because it is a mess, but I think there is some value to be had in a matchup for Jordan Lyles, who's just horrible at pitching. <laughs> oh beautiful for spacious guys for Framber Valdez games. Yeah. That's right. This is why you don't pay for Brady Singer on Fandle. That's right. There you go. 10k <laughs> for Framber Valdez and you got a song out of me this early in the morning which again, I just I am so punchy right now. <laughs> where we're at. See what the Mets do to him listeners. See what, what the happens. Mets do. In the Mets in football season, this is it. 9.7 on DK, 10k on Fandle. So, uh, against Leger Nusom, uh, that is definitely uh, some strikeouts in the Seattle Mariners lineup. We got the Seattle side right yesterday. Uh, this time, it's time to go back to the Houston side, right, Bubba? Yes, I was looking at this last night. Seattle strikes out 27% of the time for left-handed pitching. So, uh, yeah, Framber Valdez, he can be your SP1, Brady Singer, your SP2 on DraftKings, and then walk away. And then on and FanDuel, play Framber Valdez. If it doesn't work out, so be it. But that is a phenomenal set of uh, pitching matchups tonight. Yeah, dude, just you got to do it. You got to. You got to framber. Framber it up. How about offensively? How would you attack this one? Man, these Astros are so bad, but Leger knew some. Ain't that great either. I like Kyle Tucker, uh, 3,300 on Fandle, and he's uh, 42. I, I just I just had him here. Come on, rookie. Um, yeah, he's 42 on uh, DraftKings, so I, I do like that quite a bit. Springer swinging it good, but everybody else kind of a mess Brantley's value if you want it but pretty much Kyle Tucker is the one guy I really want tonight against Newsom. I'm gonna make everyone a promise here on the program that if Framber Valdez pitches well I will open the show tomorrow with that same song just want to say oh please Framber you please go. Framber go out take care take care of business handle your business son yes. <laughs> Griffin Canning against Zach Davies now look Davies been really good last week he let us down are we ready to love again here at 9.9 .9 on DK and on FanDuel uh, the price is at 10.1. I say no compared to Fra Framber. I mean, I can't do that. They're the same price. That makes zero sense. You're giving me the Angels instead with Trout and Walsh and Rendon and all that stuff. And Walsh is still cheap. He's 3-1 on FanDuel still. So things haven't caught up to him. DK has because DK is paying attention. Yes. He's 4-7. But I can't do this here. I'm not going to do it. I mean, Davies has pitched very well. I don't love the Angels here at the same point. But, I, I you know, just different for the sake of different. Uh, okay, I mean, if if that's what you want to do, if you have a bunch of Framber and you want to get one lineup different, just to cover yourself and hedge a little bit, if you have that kind of bankroll, okay. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it's good. I don't think it's the way to go. I'd rather play the single entry tournament with Framber tonight and just just roll. That's a hundred percent the way I would go about it. You Framber is the top guy. If you're making multi entries, is it Davies is a great pivot? Sure, no doubt about it. But uh, he's gonna be much lower owned than Framber. But if you're making just one lineup, even two lineups, I want the Framber aspect in life. Yeah. By the way, I, I can't imagine like the email I'm going to get from Dan and Eric after they hear that song. <laughs> <I just> say, 
They're going to sign you to their new podcast. Joe, maybe you you think you you can sing. Maybe you need a day. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe tomorrow if Brady Singer is good, we'll do something about the mask singer. You're going to sing it? Yeah, that premieres tomorrow night on Fox. Oh, oh God. I don't get that, Joe. Am I I the only one who's like, this is the dumbest thing ever? Who cares? I feel like I am because it's it's very popular. Half of it's really dumb and half of it's like really entertaining, I'll be honest. That's fine. And look, I'm all about guilty pleasure shows. I mean, you yeah. know, please. I'm the guy who was telling everybody two years ago to watch Cobra Kai when it was on YouTube Red. And I got YouTube Red just to watch it because I knew it was going to be awesome. And it was. And everyone was like, oh, Cobra Kai is so good. No kidding. I mean, I told you two years ago it was good. Where were you? Where were you? <laughs> I don't want YouTube Red. Well, sometimes you have to take one for the team in order to get some good fun. Anyway, yes. let's continue on. Frankie Montag, <laughs> 7.3 against Dustin May, 8K. Um, look, you know... Going into the season, I could not have been higher on Frankie Montas. Leaving yep. the season, I am I am bruised, battered, bewildered. I can't handle it. Um, so I'm gonna take a hard pass here, even though I'm getting a huge discount. Um, Dustin May at AK is very tempting. Are you tempted by either of these guys because of the price here? Because uh, May is nine three on DK, Montas is eight five, but on FanDuel, the single pitch, single pitcher site, you can basically get whatever you want if you take a side in this game. Are you willing to roll the dice there or? Are we going to stick to our guns, which is all year? Hey, just get the pitching right in 2020. And if you do, you have a good shot at least cashing. Yeah, I'm going to just stick to my guns here because the thing with May is he doesn't strike guys out and he might not make it six innings. It's just, it's really frustrating because so fun to watch, such nasty stuff, just doesn't do it. And I'm with you on Frankie. I loved Frankie this year and facing a Dodgers team. I'm just going to sit back and watch and hope he does well. I'm going to root for him, but I can't put money on him. Why, why, why can't Dustin May get better? Like, why can't, I, why I can't figure it out. I don't understand. I, I, I watch. Yeah, I can't figure. Out. I watch. I listen to guys that are pitching experts, and they talk about his stuff. It's almost like they're saying his movement's so crazy, batters just give up on it, so that it misses the zone, and it, it's weird. It's very weird. I'm starting to wonder if he's going to end up being like an elite level Josh Hader type guy. That's what it feels like, like a, a bullpen guy for sure. Uh, and that's that's kind of that's a little you know scary. You know, I don't know if that's necessarily the way I want to go about things, but uh, Drew Smiley, 7.6 against Kyle Freel, and this one will wrap things up here. Uh, I got to say, I have, I have no no interest in either of these two pitchers tonight, so I don't like to waste people's time with all that. Um, that being said, offensively, hey, you know, it's same deal as yesterday, basically. You know, your, your mm-hmm. San Francisco Giants are on DK, pretty decent price. Uh, Darren Ruff is at 2.4. Uh, that's a decent one. Uh, a little bit of juggling in the lineup potentially too lately. Have I seen that correctly? Like starting to move some guys around a little bit, get a little, uh, little this and that. By the way, uh, FanDuel Darren Ruff is two point four also, so yes. pretty cheap on both sites there for him if you want to get involved if he's in the lineup tonight. Uh, any other thoughts on the Rockies Giants here? No, Ruff will be hitting cleanup, so that's one to definitely look out for value and just kind of see the lineups because they have moved things around. If certain guys, you know, like a Solano batting second, you get like a Solano Ruff stack really cheap. And that'll be a very nice matchup for Freeland, so check that out. One thing I do want to mention on that Dodgers game, just super quick, if you're playing DraftKings and you're playing tournaments more so than cash, Edwin Rios is at third base, and they priced him at $2,100 for some reason. So if you want a free square in a tournament, that's your guy. Nice. I like free squares. Everybody likes free squares. Speaking of free stuff, it's that time again, boys and girls. It's time to call our shot, Bubba and I are each going to pick somebody to leave the yard. And if you want to get involved in the game, you head over to Twitter and you follow us at LineStar app, LineStar MLB, and retweet this segment. Give us your home run call and you can win some free stuff courtesy of the LineStar app. So 
Here we go. Let's get this going here. Uh, Bubba, I'm going to let you have the floor. I went first yesterday, I believe. So now it's your turn. Who is leaving the yard tonight? Well, we have our good old friend Nick Pavetta taking the bump in Boston mm. this evening. So mm. I am going to DJ Stewart. That is a good one. That is very, that is, you know what? I'm going to stick in the same game and I'm going to go with one of my favorite Game of Thrones kind of names, Ryan Mountcastle. Yes. I'm going to go. Yes. Let's go. Stewart and Mountcastle back to back. Can we do it? I think we can. This is the way I want to kind of, you know, end the season here with some good home run calls. Let's go back to back, have a little fun. So everybody's going to be watching that Oreo game real close. And again, go over to Line Star app over on Twitter and have some fun and go play around with us. You can get some free stuff. Everybody likes free stuff. In the meantime, we also ask everybody to go out there. If you've enjoyed the show, you listen to the show, give us a five-star review. Let us know uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. It takes two seconds. You give us a review. Bada boom, bada bing. It helps us. We've helped you. It's it's like your little thank you. It's like the end of the year where you have to tip everybody. You know, like if you have kids, you know this. Like, oh, you, well, the, the dance teacher, and then you've got the uh, the piano teacher, and you got the coach, and you got and everybody everybody gets some sort of tip or a gift card. This is ours. This is what you need to do for us. Go over there, give us a five star review, and also subscribe to the pre snap show with Scott Bogman and myself. Another uh, good week uh, of DFS and wagering stuff from us, and uh, that uh, show will be out later this afternoon. So keep an eye out for that. And then Thursday is the DFS preview. Friday is the wagering show for NFL with me and Scotty B. So that'll do it for us. I know everybody's rooting for a good Framber Valdez start. So we get the song again to open the show tomorrow. I know I am. So hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed and get what we deserve. All right. You can follow Bubba on Twitter at Casey Bubba. You can follow me at Joe Pisa PS17. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Casey Bubba.